welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin. I'm a transformation and human design guide who is passionate about guiding women to be the most authentic versions of themselves. This podcast is all about self-discovery, self-empowerment, wellness, healing, parenting, mental health, spirituality, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This podcast and this space is all about helping you along on your own self-project journey. So welcome. Let's sit back and we'll dive right in today. Welcome back to the episode this week. I'm really excited to be able to have on the show today, Jimmy Clare. And Jimmy is a motivational speaker, an autism advocate, an author, and the founder of Crazy Fitness Guy. And I am really thankful that he's given his time to be on the show today. He just finished telling me that it is his 70th guest appearance. And so I feel very honored that your 70th appearance is here on the show. So Jimmy, if you didn't mind, do you just, uh, we share a little bit more about yourself with us and kind of tell the audience uh, who you are and, and what it is that you do. So uh, I want to first to say thanks for having me on your show. And I've, uh, so I'm an autism advocate and spreading the awareness of autism is not the end of the world. I think it needs to be, uh, I feel like the the uh, that uh, this uh, autism uh, this autism uh, community called Autism Speaks gives a very negative light of uh, of on autism. They give you all these really bad statistics, and they tell you like, oh, and it's like your your kid with autism will not be able to do this, 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 and this, and this. And I'm like, yeah. And I had doctors tell me I can't do this, 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 and this, and this. And guess what? I'm able to do this, 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 and this. And it's like statistics don't make us who we are. And it's like it's the people around us and it's the people who uh, give us the right tools uh, that can uh, make our lives more fulfilling. So uh, I just like to say stick it uh, to them. Uh, Thanks Autism Speaks. You don't speak for me. Oh my gosh, I have to laugh. You very much have that energy about you of like, um, uh, uh, tell me that I can't do something and watch me do it. <laughs> so I love to hear that. I, I'm known for that. Yeah. <laughs> so you said I couldn't do it, watch me. <laughs> um, so I'd love to hear a little bit more kind of uh, kind of about your upbringing. So you mentioned that it's a really important kind of who you have around you, what kind of resources that uh, you have access to. So just, um, you know, were your parents really kind of monumental in helping you find these resources? Like, uh, tell us a little bit more about what your upbringing was like. So growing up uh, on the spectrum, uh, I had a, let's just say I had a very difficult time with a school in an elementary school. I I had so many uh, uh, there was 
I had a lot of autism meltdowns and basically what an autism meltdown is, think of it like a bomb going off. It's uh, you have all these emotions pouring through your body. And, and the reason why I like to say it's kind of like a bomb going off is because uh, you can, at the end of the meltdown, you're kind of left with a big mess around you. Like, obviously, there's no one who got hurt, but it's always, there's like papers all over the place. Uh, funny thing about that, um, I, it was only basically my desk that got like just shredded in the classroom. Like, I, uh, I, I basically shredded all my paperwork that I didn't, didn't care for. And that you, and like, people's like, you need that paperwork. And it's like, I don't care. <laughs> And I was like, I hate school. <laughs> and and, uh, and back then, I, I like to call those my dark days because, uh, and I think the reason, I think the main reason what got me upset was that the, uh, my school kept on pulling me out of the classroom from one classroom to another classroom. And people who are on the spectrum did not like getting their schedules interrupted. And like, if it was on my schedule to be pulled out, I'll go with it, but it was not on my schedule. So they just interrupted class. And, and, and it's not like they waited till after class. It took me during class. And it's like, hey, Jamie, can you go? And it's like, we're, we're taking you. And it's like, huh? Is this normal? And it's like, no one else seems to have to do this. And 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 so I acted out and everything, and and it it, it kind of cracked me up in a way looking back on it because as like it took the it took the I feel like it took the people like the staff always wrote home to my parents and everything else. I was like, we don't understand why Jamie's not cooperating. You don't. And it was like it, I only had a meltdown every single day at the same exact time. Gee. I wonder why. <laughs> and like, uh, I could put as like, I could I could tell you the reason why it happened. <laughs> News flash. I think you bring up such an important point with that story. So I have my youngest boy, he's nine years old and he was diagnosed diagnosed with ADHD. And so he was receiving services in school as well. And that was a huge thing for him as well, that uh, disruption in class time and not being prepared or just knowing about it before time. He very much just wants to know what's going on and think of it like, um, you know, I feel like so often we treat children almost as kind of less than we assume that they're children, they don't know as much as adults. Um, and I've been guilty of this as well. But we forget to realize that they're, they're small human beings too, that they have their own uh, emotions, they have their own journey, they have all of their own um, feelings about things as well. And so uh, that was a big thing for him, just like, let me know what's going on and so you know when we can think of just basic human decency of just treating each other with respect and informing each other and um that can go a really long way so i i think that that's so important for anybody that's listening parent educator 
anybody that works with children, instead of looking at why is this child being so difficult and why, why are we having these problems or these issues? Look beyond that. What are they trying to communicate to you? What's the pattern? Like you said, yeah, it's happening at the same time every day when they come pull me out of class. Like if you can't link up that pattern, <laughs> um, I, I think that's and it, and to be honest, even if it wasn't every single day, it was still around that time when they took me out of the class. And I'm like, really? And it's like, just keep it in your journal and figure it out. Happen here. Oh, happen here. Oh, you know, I think I see a pattern here. So did you feel like you were able to communicate this at the time, though? No. Uh, I was far from able to communicate that. Uh, I was... I was one of those. Uh, uh, I was one of those kids who I was afraid to speak out of term, and uh, I, I maybe not even out of term, but if I, I I didn't know like how to approach the subject, and I and 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 because I got so out of control, they brought me down to the nurse's office and they used restraint against me. Uh, and for those who don't know what restraint is, uh, it, it's where they grab your arms or hold you down in a certain position. And it's illegal in 30 plus states. I don't know what happened to the other 20 states, but uh, I think they fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> I, I, they weren't there for, they weren't there and uh, I guess they didn't ag agree with, I, I guess they agreed with the, let's use restraint because I don't, I don't agree with it. And my parents didn't agree with it either. Uh, it took them quite a while for them to have them stop using restraint. I had multiple um, or, uh, marks on my arms not permanent marks, but you could tell where somebody grabbed my arms way too tight and it was so uncomfortable. And at first I didn't remember that until my parents brought that up to me. And then when they said that to me, I was like, well, and then it kind of brought kind of like all the flashes kind of back to my, my mind again is like, well, gee, that's, I was like, that seems like fun. It was, it was really painful. That is a painful experience. If you don't mind me asking, like what, what age range are you in? Uh, I'm 27. You're 27. So um, I hope we've made leaps and bounds since then, but it's really not that long ago. Well, I, I think I, at the time I was in elementary school, so I think I was like around eight, maybe nine, ten-ish. So thank you for sharing that so candidly with us, because I think that that brings up a really important point that, um, like you said, you weren't able to verbalize that. You didn't feel like you could speak up. So sometimes, uh, you know, as the adult in the situation, we need to really be able to look beyond, look beyond and what, what is that person trying to communicate? So you, you've overcome, you know, so many different obstacles, so many different uh, challenges. What are some of the things um, you run your own website now? You have your own podcast. Do you want to tell us more about both of those things? Well, first, you make it sound so easy. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, you just run your own website. Uh, I would love for it to be easy. It's not easy. <laughs> uh, well, 
Yeah, and that plus I had like 25 plus different social media profiles, uh, one too many. And uh, so, uh, I, I, so I run a crazy fitness guy. It's been up and running for four years now. Uh, and then I run my own podcast that uh, I talk about a lot of health and wellness on. And they all geared towards healthy living. I had a authors, um, motivational speakers. I also had personal trainers, uh, nutritionists, and uh, life coaches on my podcast. And uh, my podcast turned one years old uh, in April as well. And of course, it was on the same exact day that Crazy Fitness Guy turned four. So uh, I was like, well, two celebrations in one day. I think that that is incredible what you're doing. I love how you brought up, like you said, running a website is not easy. <laughs> I wish it was easy. Yeah. So there is a lot, lot, lot that goes into it. And so, you know, and I, I love what you're doing because also on your show, you you share your perspective as somebody with autism, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that that is is so important to be able to see the world and be able to see things from other people's perspectives and other people's point of views. And so I think it's so important what you're doing. I I would love to talk about also, so being autistic, do you feel like that, that there's like a stigma around it? Do you feel like that changes any of the different things uh, the wellness things that you do, or do you feel like you have to approach it in a different manner? I just feel like I maybe I have to do something differently uh, when it comes to a certain uh, test that I was, I'm working on. Like I give you an example, uh, my mishap with my calendar tool, uh, instead of just complaining about it and waiting for customer support, I decided to jump over to a new calendar system. And I was like, you know what? Uh, my The old me would literally just I lose my, uh, basically just lose my whole um, cool and self-control where now I just like, okay, tool doesn't wanna work anymore. Fine by me, one less tool I have to worry about. <laughs> and uh, at least I found out my, who my last few podcasters were and I emailed them and say, hey, uh, we need to reschedule because the tool literally just broke by itself. Um, God, I love technology. Uh, if I owned it, I probably would fire the technical technical support. Uh, I don't know, but but after the day yesterday, when I was trying to help my friend with uh, with Facebook, who's not very technology savvy like me, uh, I, I I was like, okay, you know what? Too bad, I know the whole ins and outs of technology that I just know what to expect. And I was like, gotta love it. <laughs> gotta love it and hate it at the same time. 
So, so, you know, what do you, do you, do you have anything? Um, Cause those things can be frustrating. I've had those days too, where I'm just like, nothing's going right. Everything broke. Um, you know, I had to cancel something. Do you have any really good tools that you use to kind of uh, handle that like frustration and anger and um, just that sour mood? Do you have any really good tools that you use? Uh, I use a uh, online journal app called uh, Daybook. It's a, a free uh, journal app that is uh, secured. The uh, developers don't look at any of your stuff. Uh, I know people might say, oh, well, how can you know for that for sure? And it's like, I, I did not make the app. I don't own the app. Uh, I, I'm not the developer, but uh, you can't really... Uh, it's against the law to post false information online and like pretty much every company that is out there and every app out there has to abide by those internet laws and there's always somebody watching so if if, uh, if the tool was like that I'm pretty sure they wouldn't still be around (laughs) I totally agree. Having, you know, having those different tools and just knowing what uh, works for us and what's going to uh, help us is really important as well. And I feel like that's a journey all in itself, trying different things, um, finding uh, kind of what you want to do in life, because I feel like part of your purpose can help with um, that too. And so what really got you into fitness? So like what what made you decide that you wanted to be the crazy fitness guy? Growing up, I was get, I got bullied a lot in elementary school and uh, middle school and high school. Uh, and I was nearly obese for my age group back then. Uh, I was as uh, near the borderline of being obese. And my doctor told me one too many times. He's like, "You're gonna have to start losing some weight." And it's like, "Thank you, doc." Uh, tell me, I don't have any. Uh, like I, when I was first growing up, doctors were worried that uh, I didn't know how to socially interact. And it's like, "Oh, apparently you guys don't know how to socially interact either." And it's like, "Don't beat around the bush here now, doc." <laughs> Uh, and like, yes, you need to lose weight. And it's like, and some of them like look some, a little bit heavy too. And it's like, coming from you? Okay, <laughs> that's a new one. Uh, it's kind of, um, so for me, uh, I, I got tired of the doctor telling me that I needed to lose weight. And then I had uh, kids my age just tell me when I was younger, they told me that, uh, I was like, I was like, oh, you're fat or you have a big head. They called me Jimmy Neutron after the Nickelodeon show because I had a big head. And at the time, looking back at that now, it, I kind of uh, may I shouldn't have took offense to the name Jimmy Neutron because he was a boy genius and he, and he was a very smart person. So uh, and so I was like. Oh, maybe I shouldn't take it that to heart, but I, I didn't like that kind of. Uh, 
I didn't like that kind of spotlight on me. And so it, it kind of just sh sh uh, shined a negative light on that. And so I lost 30 pounds with P90X, which was a 90-day workout program from Beachbody. And uh, I lost 30 pounds with it. And I made a split-second decision uh, whether or not I should uh, interrupt my math class or, or confront the bullies outside of math class. And I chose to do it in my math class because I wanted to witnesses to, uh, so if anything went haywire, uh, people would break it up right then and there. Uh, and for me, uh, I knew how to defend myself if in any get in any situation because I was I've been doing karate for a long time, and even though I stopped for like ten years um, before I got back into it because of medical reasons, they uh, uh, I knew I could defend myself if it, had, if it came down to that, but I didn't trust the security cameras in the hallway in my high school, so I. Defended my, so I decided to do it in my math class. And so I got up in my math class, yelled at both bullies, and told them to leave me and my friends alone. Because at some point, uh, they started just picking on my friends as well. And I went at them, and they tried one more time to uh, pick on me and my friends. I got one of them expelled. And once they heard that, I that one of them got expelled, they left me the hell alone. <laughs> and I was like, man, I wish I did that from the beginning. <laughs> right. Do you feel like after that incident, though, that it kind of gave you the confidence to continue standing up for yourself, though, and advocating for yourself more? Definitely. And uh, before I, I uh, decided to use the name Crazy Fitness Guy, I was known as a different name. Uh, I can't say that name because that one was trademarked uh, and it was a happy mistake. It was uh, it was really an honest mistake. Uh, I did not know anything about the, those laws at the time when I was first starting. Well, I, I mean, like I've heard of trademark and copyright, but I it's not like I knew the differences and whatnot. It's not like they teach me in school, sorry. <laughs> I wish it did. That would be more interesting than the crap I learned. Uh, and uh, like when I got that um, the cease and desist uh, email and tell me I needed to change, the person was like uh, uh, the uh, owner of the company was very uh, nice, and he he's like, I I don't want to sick my lawyers. And it's like, I know it's an honest mistake. And it's like, it literally is an honest mistake. And it's like, I had, like, by no means I was purposely going to wait to sabotage you. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, and so he gave me 30 days. And I, uh, so I just started randomly thinking of different words. And then I put it together. And it's like, crazy fitness guy. No one had it. And so, and for a while, Richard Simmons was just popping up uh, uh, like pretty much every single time you type my brand name in. 
But then uh, I started outranking him and his Wikipedia page. And it's like, there can only be one crazy fitness guy. And that is me. <laughs> and he never trademarked it either. So I was like, it's fair game. <laughs> and he's not, he's not even doing anything with it anymore. So I was like, I'm taking it. <laughs> right. I love that story because it's, um, it's an important lesson you learned. I had something recently happen where I got one for photography that was on my page. And they're like, this is my, you know, photography and this and that. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I thought that it was free images. And I'm like, oh man, there's a whole world out there that you don't even think about when you start this uh, entrepreneur journey. <laughs> so true. I kind of wish you got, I wish I was taught in school. It's like, hey, if you want to go on yourself, here, take an entrepreneur class here or make that as an elective class. That'd been really fun to take. Um, I, I can't agree with you more. I'd love to see some more variety in our educational system as far as uh, classes and resources and things like that. But Jimmy, um, I have just loved having you on the show today to share with us. So um, I would love to know if people want to come and find you, where are they able to find you at, um, both your website and on any social media that you have? Any. I mean, I'm on every single You're on everything. Uh, yeah, just, literally just uh, go to crazyfitnessguy.com and on pretty much on every single blog post, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, so many different places. Crazy Fitness Guy has his own profiles as well. I, I purposely did that, and some days I regret it, but then there's some days I don't regret it um, because, like, when I share my if I if I share my, my uh, Crazy Fitness Guy's milestones on its own profiles, no one gives a damn. But if they, but if I share it on my own profiles, everybody's like, "Congratulations!" And I was like, "Oh, thank you." <laughs> but they didn't want one more brand. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so funny how that works. So I'll make sure everything is linked down in show notes that you'll be able to go down and connect right away with Jimmy. And just as we kind of close out the show, Jimmy, do you have any kind of final words for us, or anything that you want to let people know? Uh. Well, I would say uh, first for starters, just because a website talks about uh, autism and they uh, and they uh, and they have like scientific evidence and whatnot, it doesn't mean it's always going to turn out that way. And I so. Just because you see Autism Speaks or uh, or other websites that talk about autism, it doesn't mean like okay, uh oh, panic, my my kids are gonna be like this or it's gonna be like that. Everybody, everyone who's on the spectrum always ends up somewhere different on the spectrum. They can be high functioning, meaning they can um, they can be more independent. There could be a, I don't even like the terminology of high functioning, to be honest. Uh, I don't even like any of the terminology. So people are going to be independent. They're going to be uh, semi-independent. Some can be need more help than others. Help is not a bad thing. And uh, it's not a disease. It's not DNA. And, uh, and I'll give you a fun fact about uh, Autism Speaks. 
it's been on the mission statement for a long time that um, that autism needs to be cured, and they're putting money towards finding a cure for autism. And I think it's a total waste of money. Now they hit it. Now they hit the um, their um, part of that mission statement in plain sight. Uh, so you can't really see it unless you know where to exactly look for it. And I keep finding it over and over again. And and one quick thing, I met a, uh, a friend of mine who's a motivational speaker who I'm going to have on uh, my uh, podcast next week. He's a, uh, he, he got banned off of uh, Autism Speaks uh, Twitter page. And I said to him, I was like, I want that milestone. And because uh, I think a company like Autism, not even a company, but an organization like Autism Speaks has a very dangerous meth- message and uh, leading to people down to the wrong path. And I think that it's time for them to say goodbye because it's it's truly dangerous of what they thinking and what they want to do is basically change our dna and that technology doesn't exist maybe 50 years down the road maybe 100 but yeah you know if you're inventing some kind of stuff to take away all autism i'm not going to be your guinea pig and i don't want to be your guinea pig I think it also comes back to, um, like, yeah, definitely that. But seeing it as, like, maybe there's not anything necessarily to fix. How can we learn to just see other perspectives and accept other other people in the world, Is you know? Yeah. And one of my other speaking friends, uh, one of my other uh, motivational speaker of autism advocate friends, He's he always he says uh, he uh, one of the things that I really like what he said uh, maybe the only thing that needs to be cured with autism is other people's perspectives of autism uh, because some people might say oh well because you're autistic are you looking for charity or 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 you want a free handout or whatnot. And it's like, no, I just want to be respected like everyone else. Uh, uh, I want people to treat me with respect. I don't want people to think I'm some helpless person. And it's like, if I need help, I will ask for it. Uh, I'm not just like, oh, I need, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not looking for sympathy or whatnot. I'm who I am for a reason. I love that message. And I think that that's a really, a really important message for everybody to hear and everybody to be reminded of as we all just want to be treated for who we are. So Jimmy, I have to thank you again for giving your time being on today and just sharing so openly and candidly with us. I feel like um, everything that you've shared with us is, is just going to be really informational and really eye opening for, for our audience. So thank you again. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. Come and connect with me over on Instagram at underscore Christy Martin 
and let me know what your takeaways were and what you want to hear more of. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of these awesome episodes. Leave a review if you love the show and I will see you next time.